0: All right. Well, thank you for joining us today, back at Finding Our Feet podcast. This is Sarah Latham here with Bethany Airy, and we're we're glad Hello. to have y'all. Yeah. So back at it again. It's been another week. It's been uh this week went by really really fast. I think so. It just I can't believe that we're already here again, recording again. It doesn't seem like it's been that many days yet. So. so no, it really doesn't. It's
1: I think it's that time of year um when it's just the weeks are flying by
0: yeah i agree i do how'd you do last week i did okay actually um i didn't run as much as i had had intended to I like doing the intervals um i don't know i just didn't have the energy last week I, i wasn't sleeping well and that just i don't know if i don't sleep well i can feel it and I really feel it when I try to motivate myself to work out. But I did—I I I pushed through and at least got the steps in that I wanted to get in on each of the days that we had to work out. But I did not do running like it said on the program. But I, I plan on—that's what I'm going to do. As soon as we get off here today, I'm getting on the treadmill. So, and actually, I thought because it's such a pretty day that I might try to do it outside. The wind's a little bit much yes. today, but I may—I may try to actually go. Because I have a loop there's a loop around our neighborhood that I've mapped out and it's I've have, have a mile long loop, and so I can just do I can do that a few times and get get in what I need and i can it's, it's safe to run because there's no one no one can see me and make fun of me yet.
1: <laughs> my road is not that safe to run on it's just got too many holes and things like that, and I'm still on the hunt for the shoes. no update there yet, so I'm still spending most of my time on my treadmill because it's just a smoother surface for me still. Trying to watch out for my little heels, but uh, I did okay last week too. So it was my daughter's spring break, and we went somewhere for the weekend. So I kind of worked out ahead of time, um, because I just know myself. I knew I I would probably get plenty of steps in right. on Friday and Saturday while we were gone, but probably not any intentional exercise. And I was right; I did not. But I did get lots of steps. Um, so, I left myself to be working or uh, working out on Sunday, which was fine because we got back, but I worked out an extra day during the week, and I was running, and I was really um, pretty pleased with myself because I had gotten up to where I was running the majority of the minutes that we have to run every time, Yeah. so I was feeling really, really good about that, um, and then Sunday i you know we'd had a long weekend and i got on the treadmill and i was like okay here i go and i I warmed up for a little bit and then i took off running and it was i ran again so i ran like a mile and a half and then i walked the rest of the time to get up to the 33 minutes that are on our plan um and i was feeling you know pretty good about that so monday um, same thing. I go to the treadmill. I was feeling good. Nice day or not. a nice, It was actually not a nice day. It was a stormy day, but I was, um, I was, it, I had had a good day. So I was feeling like, okay, I got this. I felt energized but on the treadmill. I started running and I made it about a mile at a slower pace. Cause I, I started out the way I did Sunday and then I couldn't couldn't hang, so I I bumped my speed down a little bit, not that I'm ever going very fast, but I've been trying to increase that, and I I just barely made it a mile, and I was being kind of hard on myself in my head, because I'm like, good Lord, you're just, you know, I was making progress, and now here I go, I can't do it, but then I just kind of remember some of the stuff we talked about, and I'm like, okay, for whatever reason, my body's not doing this today, it doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel right, so... I went down to walking and I walked the rest of it. Felt good afterwards but it was just kind of a good little lesson for myself because I get um I'm not su I'm not just like a crazy competitive person, but I get a little competitive with myself. Like I did this yesterday, so today I need to do this. Exactly. And I'm very easily will let something like that get me down and be like, oh, well, I'm never going to get that because I couldn't run that distance again. That was a fluke. You know, how did I do that? Um, but I really think it's just like you're saying you were, you were energized last week. Um, what it, for whatever reason, Monday just did not, I didn't feel as good as I had the day before. And I still was able to push through and walk. So that was good. And hopefully tonight I'll be able to run again, but, um,
0: who knows? And so, I want to touch on two things of that because I think it was you brought up two really good things. So, the the your body not feeling it and and just not having the energy. Like some days I can get on there and I agree. I had to have I feel like oh my body is super. I'm getting in better shape. I'm, I can feel myself increasing, you know, stamina and endurance. And then there are other days that I truly just can't. And I think that's mm-hmm. I think it's you know that's part of listening to your body. I mean, because if you try to push through on those days that you can't your brain's somewhere else, your body's really not engaged, and you're more likely to get hurt. And so, you know, mm. take it down a notch, just like you did, walk some, and I think that that really is a smart thing, because it can kind of helps you avoid injury, and, and I mean, we keep bringing this up, but injury at any age is is hard, but injury once you get over 40 or so, it really, it takes you a while to bounce back from that, and so that kept you on track, but yet it didn't, you didn't subject yourself to, to getting hurt or anything. And then the second point is, oh my gosh, Mondays. Mondays are... I know my family gets tired of me saying this because I just can't do it on Monday. I can't do anything on Monday. Mondays are hard. We stay up too late on the weekends. We stay up too late Sunday night. And then Mondays, my daughter has golf tournaments, so I have to get up at ridiculously early times to get her to the school on time. And I'm like, this week she had to be at school at 530. Oh my gosh. And so... I probably only got a few hours of sleep because I know me and I stayed up way too late. And then I'm not a good sleeper, anyways. And I'm one of those ones that wakes up at like three o'clock in the morning and can't get back to sleep. Oh, I know. I've stayed up with you before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you get up really early and yeah, you go to sleep early. I stay up late <laughs> and I'll sleep till the last possible moment.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that's I mean Mondays, like my daughter. It's really funny. She knows. Like, if she wants to do something on a Monday, she has to ask me, like, on Saturday. Because if she asks me on Monday, it's like, she's going to get a no, no matter what. But if she tells me like ahead of time, it's Monday. Yeah. it's Monday. Yeah, and I just I'm not, I not just can't do it on Mondays. I had a, I was part of a board uh, here in town. And they'd, our original meetings had been on Wednesdays. And they moved them to Mondays. And I was secretary. And finally, I was like, y'all, unless one of y'all wants to step up and be secretary, we're going to have to move these meetings from Mondays. I was <laughs> like, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah,
1: Audrey went through a junior high softball season Uh where they had games on Mondays and Thursdays, I think, for like several weeks. And I don't really have a particular problem with Monday, but I did figure out then it was like – Gosh, the week dragged from that point on because it was like you just hit the ground running Monday morning and then you had a late night Monday night yeah. by the time that Thursday game rolled around. I'm like, Oh my gosh, has it been <laughs> like was that yeah. just last Monday that yeah. this or just a few days ago that we had this game? I can't do it
0: again." So, yeah, Mondays can be difficult. And, and I don't know. I just don't have the energy that I used to have when I was younger. It's just not there, whether it's sleep or kids or work or whatever. Just metabolism, I don't know. But it's just not there. And so I have to I have to listen to my body a lot more than I used to. Um, mm-hmm. just- so one thing, um, this and
1: I, this is what the main topic that we we're going to talk about today, was hydration. And this is something that um, really, for me, If I go back and look at days that I have a better time with my exercise or workout um, and try to pinpoint some of the differences to days that I don't. I don't think this was the whole problem with me um, on Monday, but days that I am really hydrated, days I I have to make myself drink water. It's not my favorite drink, Um, but I've been trying to do that and be more intentional with that the last Year or so, and days that I, um, by the time I get to working out in the evenings, when I've I'm really well hydrated, there's a correlation between how <laughs> oh, it, it may not be the whole reason, but I do better when I have been ha- when
0: I have proper adequate water intake that day. Well, I don't think you're too far off on that. Um I pulled put an article on our Facebook page from the National Council on Aging, and I realize that we're not technically in that category yet, like, we wouldn't be considered aging, but I guess in some ways we're all aging, but, you know, this is, it was kind of, this one is kind of for retired people, but it's still, it's valid either way, and they, did they put up, it's a list of ten reasons why why hydration is important, and so number three on the list is, is more energy. I mean, just because if you're dehydrated, it takes your, your body, it's, it's harder for your body to pump the oxygen and get it to your muscles, so if you're hydrated, that it, your body works more, works more efficiently. So I'll just read these off real quick. The, the, well, the top that. ten. So the top ten reasons why hydration is important. Number one, improved brain importance. Two, digestive harmony. Three, more energy. Four. Weight loss or management. Five. Decreased joint pain. Six. Better temperature regulation. Seven. Kidney stone prevention. Eight. Healthier heart. Nine. Improved detoxification. And ten, fewer headaches. And so I've been like I, I have suffered with a lot of these things when you know, throughout the throughout my life, I go up and down and have s- Sims like all of these, and I have really made an effort. Um, one thing good about our office is we have you know like the filtered water; it's always cold, and we have an ice machine. So I take a cup with me every day. I fill it up with ice, and I drink on it all day long, and refill it as I need to. And I think that that has truly a the more water I drink, the more I crave water, and so I'm not craving sugary drinks. I used to be a Dr Pepperaholic. I really was. And then when I tried to get off Dr. beverages, I went to coffee. And then when I got off coffee, I went to Red Bulls. And so when I am truly drinking more water during the day, water's what I crave at night. And I don't I don't reach for those caffeinated sugary drinks the way that I used to. So I definitely think I, it's a benefit. I have noticed the same thing since I've been drinking more water. I still
1: can't profess that water is my favorite thing to drink, but there are times now that I really really want to drink a water. And yeah. or a glass of water, and in the past, that really never happened. It had always been just like forcing myself yeah. to drink water, so um, I believe that the energy is there's definitely something to that um and also um, the fewer headaches I have had headaches over the years. I blame them on hormones or I blame them on this or that. I'm sure some of them are related to many different things, but I have had fewer headaches since I have
0: been drinking more water. And you posted something else uh, maybe yesterday on Facebook about uh, infused water recipes. Yes. Yes. So that was, uh, whenever I do a class that I'm teaching and I'm talking about water, I always say, because this is actually how I kind of switched over from caffeinated and sugary drinks to water, is putting lemon in it, is putting lemon slices in it. I don't know, there was something about the lemon in the water. It, you know, part of what I like about a, a, a Dr. Pepper or a Red Bull is the carbonation And Mm -hmm. that the lemon slice in the water really satisfied that need in a drink, and so, and I don't do it anymore. Not not because I just out of pure laziness, but it's (laughs) I like it. I I love it, and so we have there are lots of recipes. Um, The link that you put on, I believe, takes you to another website, the Dinner Tonight website, and talks about more recipes. But it is. It really, if you have kids that are struggling to drink water or, you know, you yourself is struggling to drink water, it's a really excellent way to increase your water intake because you're just putting, you know, and you can put them into a gallon jar and they last for about a week in the refrigerator. So, yeah, super easy way to kind of enhance your water.
1: And it's kind of like what we've been talking about all along on this podcast with our exercising Figure out something that works for you so that you can do it. So this may sound really silly, but um, I bought this really, really cute tumbler cup. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's cute. (laughs) It was, you know, like maybe it was more expensive than a normal cup, but I have a metal straw. I love it, too. Um, I drink like that cup. This is a rule I've made up to myself. I don't know that everyone that I'm around knows this, but I can only drink water out of it. <laughs> like, <I> totally <laughs> so understand that's that. my water cup. <laughs> and for whatever random reason, I am 45 years old, but for some reason that worked for me. Like, oh, here's my special water cup. I can drink only water out of this. And so I do. And yeah. I mean, that's kind of silly it sounds like something i might have done <laughs> with my daughter when i was you know when she was little or something but i'm like hey it
0: works, it works. for me
1: since now, i've had that cup i've I, been drinking a lot, a lot think, out of like, it so. somehow
0: when i took this position and i met you somehow the stars aligned because i tell my husband all the time i was like there's so there's so many weird quirky things that both of us do and it's like so, so i I'm like I, f- I have i have complete comfort level with with you and i tell this to him all the time i'm like because she's she she has quirky things just like i do and it's okay <laughs> But i totally get um, that i only drink water out of my cup yes <laughs> so i totally it. get it
1: it's like it's like a rule it's my rule to myself but it actually
0: works yeah and i don't know why i does. completely understand you know it's this little little mind tricks whatever we whatever it takes i think it mm-hmm. i think whatever it takes works i have no judgment yeah. at all <laughs> i know it's <laughs> awesome but
1: um but that's what's fun about this and that is what's fun about doing it with you and I hope that other people have found people that they can do this yeah. with because um, there isn't that intimidation factor or like I, I might feel a little guilty if I think that you have done your running and drink your water and <laughs> I did it. But it's not in a bad way. Yeah. And it's in yeah. a way that we could talk about it or
0: whatever. So I feel like you'd understand sh- on my bad days or weeks.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> great about this because we you can find someone and I just feel like I don't know. A lot of women especially need that. Yeah. They, they need are, I agree. that group or that
0: person to help them. I agree. So so one last thing on hydration that I've got. So in our office, I put up a, and this is, my coworker really was like, did you for real do this? But yeah, I did. So in the restroom stalls, I've put up the, the urine color chart. Now you take medications out of it because medications can sometimes alter the color of your urine, but the chart has like six different colors of yellow from almost a clear white like clear liquid to almost a kind of a a mustardy dark mustardy brownish yellow and you know those those pretty for the most part clear levels of water urine you're pretty hydrated the darker your urine gets you may want to consider drinking some more water or there are some areas that you probably need to go 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 to the doctor and ask you know is this medication or am i truly dehydrated i i I think dehydration, a lot of times we kind of overlook it. and we, we It's one of those things that in, until you get into the habit of drinking, you don't really realize that you're not drinking. And having that in our office, there's one day, it's, it's, I guess I've had it up about two months now. Just last week, my coworker comes into my office and he's like, I got to drink some water. My pee is too dark. And if, if my, <laughs> well, let me say, okay. I got to drink some water. My pee is too dark. That <laughs> yeah, was that cool. was
1: more like it. <laughs>
0: And there was more, he, I'm sure he said it with, with, with other things that I can't repeat on here too, but yes. so, you know, it was, I mean, he did, he went and he got a cup of water and so it just helps. So
1: i tell you what, I was, I was highly impressed with your chart. Like I went <laughs> in the bathroom at your office and I was like, Oh oh my gosh, there's a there's a chart. So immediately, I'm looking to see where do I fall on the chart. And um, then there were some other people at your office that day, and another lady came out, and she's like, oh my gosh, I just learned that I'm hydrated. <laughs> and I was like, me too. And yeah. I don't know. It's the simple things, so I really, but I wanted to take important. that chart
0: and put it in the courthouse, and I wanted to put it in the schools. But... So. you know, apparently you get to talking about urine and people start getting a little uncomfortable. So,
1: yes, but happen. I mean, <laughs> it, it is, it is kind of neat and it's actually good to know. And we talked about this that day because I was telling you I liked your chart. <laughs> Um but like how it's important for kids because we both have teenage daughters yeah. and, um, you know, like that's important for them to yes, know. It is. And I mean, My daughter has had, like, she had a UTI at one point, and we got her results, and she was looking at them, and, you know, and and even on the doctor's report, it'll say clear or hydrated or whatever. I mean, so it is important, but, um, you know, kids don't realize that sometimes, and when they get to the age where we're not with them all the time in the bathroom.
0: Right. To know. Yeah. So. Well, and on that, you had had, uh, sent me something on on sports drinks, and, you know, (laughs) people... my daughter was really bad about this for a while. She thought anytime she needed a drink, she needed a Gatorade. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, whereas, yes, I do think that there are really good benefits to the sports drinks because they do replace your electrolytes and they help you replenish some things that you lose during sweating. But like we talked about before we started recording, if you're not really sweating a lot, like if you're not really just sweating for a long period of time, more than likely you're just putting additional calories and sugar in your body, whereas what you need is water. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, so I had a class not long ago and there was a, a doctor in there and we were talking about this, this kind of thing with our group. And, and we got to, to the, um, topic of sports drinks because we were talking about, you know, carbohydrates and sugar and ha- trying to have less of that in your diet. And she basically said, you know, yeah, sports drinks aren't bad. And now they have a lot of options that are, you know, sugar free, but there's other things in them. But, Unless it's just something you enjoy drinking and you want to make an exception for that or or count that in your sugars or your calories or your carbs, very few people really need them. So she was saying sustained exercise that lasts longer than an hour, longer than like 60 minutes consistently. Then you might need one or like extreme exercise in extreme environments, like really high heat or especially like um, really high humidity. Yeah. You know, that eat. might be a situation where you would need one. And, in fact, you know, every when you think sports drinks, most people your first skater Gatorade. Because <laughs> right. that was, I guess, like the original. But um, did you know that it was designed for use by uh, the first one by the University of Florida's football team, the Gators, to prevent dehydration? Which makes sense. Because if you've ever been to Florida, if you ever did the Disney yep. World thing, you know that the humidity is insane yes. there. So, that makes sense. And in that situation, they probably would have needed them. But my daughter was the same way. Like, she goes got a softball game. I need a Gatorade. I mean, it's 40 degrees, yeah. and she's out there for 30 minutes, and she thought she needed a Gatorade. Right. And, you know, not that most of the time it's, it's okay for her to drink a Gatorade, but we've also had that same conversation to go. You know, you can be just as hydrated from water most of the time for what you're doing, and then you don't have... The extra sugar from the Gatorade, or also the expense. Usually, it's a lot more expensive when you buy it somewhere. Yeah,
0: and I don't know. I don't think there's as much sugar. I have to look it up. I could be totally wrong on this. I don't think there is as much sugar in like one of the twenty ounce bottles as there is in a, like a soda or something. But mm-hmm. there, it's not far off from it. It's really not. It's way more than you would think is in just a regular twenty ounce, sixteen ounce Gatorade, and. I should have looked this up probably before we started recording. But, you know, I've read somewhere that one can of soda a day is like five pounds a year. Like you can, you know. can associate five pounds a year. So you t- cut out sodas, and without doing anything extra, you will you should be out about five pounds. If you drink more than that, you know, if you have two drinks a day, that's mm-hmm. like 10 pounds. And so it's, so I assume that's very similar with sports drinks also, you know, just because of that mm-hmm. added sugar in your body, turning it into to fat.
1: And I think it's important just to, to- – recognize them for what they are because they do serve a purpose and they are good for people in some ways but a lot of times it's like all the different food labeling claims you got to really pay attention to stuff because you see athletes use gatorade you see really fit people who are exercising a lot use gatorade or powerade or whatever so it automatically gets this you have this idea that oh that's healthy right like that's really healthy if I drink that. I'll drink a bunch of these whenever I'm exercising. They taste good and it's good for you because all these athletes are doing it. So you might end up drinking a whole lot of calories that you, just because you're maybe misinformed right. about it. Like you think it's healthy just because it's an activity yeah. type drink. So yeah. it'll serve its purpose at times, but you know, for like what we're doing, the, the level of exercise we're doing, we probably don't ever need a Gatorade right. if we keep ourselves hydrated throughout right. the day.
0: And so like we're not I, losing
1: a lot of electrolytes, in other words.
0: I have a history of getting really bad cramps in my toes and I'm not sure why, but I get cramps in my toes a lot. And so I keep a Gatorade in the refrigerator hidden so that when I have cramps in the middle of the night I can go drink one. Um because I'm not a banana eater, and I know that bananas are best, but I'm just not a banana eater. But I keep it hidden because I know that my family would drink it, and I do need it for that because when I'm cramping up, obviously I'm missing something, so that needs to be replenished. But other than right. that, I try. we've really tried to cut them out and just drink mm-hmm. just drink the water. And yeah. milk. And Henry drinks milk.
1: And milk. Well, milk makes you really milk. strong, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> you stay on that milk, huh?
0: I always drink that. This is you always that the benefit to recording after three yeah. o'clock um, yes <laughs> right up there. and so before we uh wrap up next week we've kind of going to talk about safety when you're exercising and so I look forward to telling I have my one story of my I call it my near br- brush with death when I was running one one year right and I had to, I was lucky I ended up finding a cop to help me out but I will I will share that experience next week because you know, I mean, I am all for running and working out outside, but I do recommend you be with a partner and you make sure that you're you're safe and have an escape route or a plan in action just in case something I happens. Got one. So, no, no, no. I got one. No, no.
1: Yes, I haven't heard that story, but I would say it's definitely important because although I'm running, I I don't know that I could ever outrun, outrun. So that does not need to be my plan. I don't really have a brush with death story, but I probably have some terribly embarrassing, (laughs) um, clumsy type stories that I could share that um, relate to something I did that was not safe. So
0: Yes, so make sure that you join us again next week. We'll give you some, some funny stories and some tips and maybe some pointers or suggestions on how to make sure that you are safe while you are out working out doing this.
1: So our challenge this week is to keep doing our running, our run your butt off plan. We're going to stick with that. We've got the four days of um, exercising with the built-in rest days. We're both attempting to run a little bit more but giving ourselves a break on the days that we can't and at least keep it moving with the walking. And then um, I'm going to try extra hard because we just talked about it and I feel motivated again to
0: really work hard on my water intake and maybe I even try to up that. I agree. This, that's what I'm going to do too. So that's my goal. And then next week, oh, it's been two weeks. Next Wednesday will have been two weeks since I measured. So I'm going to measure Oh, forgot again. to ever measure. I will measure. I'm measure today. Well, yeah, measure today, all and right. then you can do it two weeks later. So okay. I can be depressed next week, and you can be depressed <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, and, after that. So. Or maybe right. we'll be
1: pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah. Well, thank okay. you all for joining us, and we'll one. see you next week. I got one. All right. All right. See you later. Bye. Please contact your physician or healthcare provider before starting any exercise activity to determine if it is right for your needs. Do not start any exercise activity if your physician or healthcare provider advises against it. If you experience faintness, dizziness, pain, or shortness of breath at any time, you should stop immediately. Finding Our Feet Podcast, podcast hosts, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, or all other associated parties are not responsible for any injuries, illnesses, or or issues listeners may experience. If you are experiencing a medical emergency, please stop immediately and call 911.